Hello and a very warm welcome to episode 71 of the Sussex by the Sea podcast. A podcast that now covers local football in this great town of ours, as well as keeping up with all the frills and spills, highs and lows of my team, Hastings United. On today's show, we have week two of Hastings Report with co-host and ESFL veteran Leon Pettit. We then have an interview with John Carey, Hollington manager, on his time at Sidley, how he thinks the Lions will get on this season and the exciting future ahead at the Gibbons. Then we move on to the SBTS Fan Roundtable, where me and the boys round up week one of the U's first week back in the Prem. Enjoy grassroots football fans. And here is the SBTS shout outs. And this one, uh, Emma Hopkins has wrote into us. It was just to tell all us U's fans that there's a new raffle being run by the club. They're going to be there week in, week out by the ramp as you go into the pilot bar. All sorts of prizes from bottles of drink to vouchers that can be used at the club shop. It's a pound a pop and they're thinking of doing a kids raffle for 50p a ticket so that everyone can get involved. All money that's going in is going to come straight back out to you, the fans. So please, get yourself a ticket. Also, I want to shout out Tim Reeves. Tim, he always runs an annual fundraiser in the memory of Barry Gerd. This was the 10th year. This year's one was at Lingfield Racecourse. Now, obviously, all the money was going towards St. Michael's Hospice. Tim and all the people involved with him managed to raise over £10,000. Brilliant stuff, Tim. And to all those that gave money to such a worthy cause. So weak in there 
And now, over to Hastings Report. Right. It gives me great pleasure to have the returning Leon Pettit, uh, ESL, I love saying it, but he's an ESFL veteran, uh, regular on this podcast. He's the co-host for this segment, which is we're rounding up the SCFL, MSFL and ESFL, the Hastings Report. Uh, this is week two. Just quickly, uh, I see you're still alive because I know you played on Saturday in this this heat. Um, how are you, first of all, Leon? Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, no, I enjoyed enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll talk about that later because yeah. we we know that there's been visits to hospitals because of uh, <laughs> possibly you or I don't know members of your team. Hopefully, there's no charges. Anyway, first of all, for our SCFL sides, Bexhill travelled to Surrey uh, and smashed. Alfred three uh, 0 Um we saw um someone we've we've me and you have spoken to on the phone, uh Leon, uh, Mr. <laughs> uh uh Dan Hull, uh who bagged the brace, um, and Samuel Scott, who made it free, a comfortable uh visit there. Your thoughts on the game um seemed like a comfortable outing for but for Bexhill United. Yeah. See that Dan Hull's a very good signing. Yeah, for, brilliant for signing. Bexhill at that level, I'm sure he'll be a very effective player for him. I'm sure that'll be the first of first of many goals you'll get. Well, we must try and get him on. I'm going to attempt to get him on. Obviously, yeah, the last I'll time we spoke to him was was when uh, his uh, his brother uh, rang him up. Uh, yeah, I think I, I think I was the instigator in that as well. So I, I bit apologise to him, and I. Yeah, well, there's so many apologies you got to give. <laughs> Obviously, after that impressive result, uh, Leon uh, Bexhill are going to travel down, going over to um, Hill Park. Uh, play Saltbeam. That's going to be tomorrow night when this, because we're recording on the Monday, so it's Tuesday night uh, kickoff. I mean, I know they're, they are playing at Saltbeam and we know that Saltbeam's record last season, but, you know, you've got a fancy Bexhill as uh, Saltbeam haven't started haven't started so well this term. They've already lost three games in a row. What, what, what are you thinking, uh, Leon? Yeah, just going by this season's record, you think Bexhill should go down there and get a result? And then after that, they won't be playing again till the 29th of August. So uh, that's no. the way the fixtures uh, work mm. out. That's Bexhill moving over to Little Common. Now, Little Common could only manage a draw despite taking the lead. That was against Lockswood FC. Um, that was at the recreational ground. Sam Ellis put them in the lead, but it was another late goal. They have had a few in their games, it seems, you know, not holding on to leads. Any, any thoughts on that that game, uh, Leon? Uh, you can only imagine maybe the the um, conditions played a part in that game. Might not have been a pretty game to watch. Obviously, it's difficult if I'm not actually there. But just by going, what I've seen online, Loxwood picks up a few bookings. Uh, there wasn't much of a crowd there, really, which is quite disappointing. Only 84, maybe. Yeah, maybe if they prefer the day, day on the beach. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Oh, it seemed too up for the beach, though, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. But, um, right, so then uh, Little Commons next game. Uh, it's going to be at, at the Wifteen Sports Complex, and that's against AFC. Let me see if I can say it properly. Van Vandenians. Mm, so yeah. I said it. Yeah, they were going to be playing tonight, which is this Monday, but it's been moved. So uh, that bit bit confusing. Sometimes these uh, fixtures are all over the place. So that's Bexhill and uh, Little Common. So let's move on to MSFL. I mean, <laughs> as we predicted, it was a tough day at the office for um, Battle Town. As um well, a very strong Hollington side run over them. I mean, it was a first half, first half hat trick from Paul Rogers with additional goals from Brad Pritchard and uh, Zach McInerney. 
Well, and then uh, Paul Rogers finished it off. He got four in the end. Just a steamroller in there from uh, Hollington. Any thoughts? Yeah, well, welcome to the Mid-Sussex Prem for battle. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, you sort of look at the two lineups. Hollington's is full of players that have, that you know, experienced that level and high. I mean, Paul Rogers, I think it was Sidley's top scorer last season. But looking at battle's team, there's a lot of names in there I recognise who I've played, you know, played against over the years at multiple, you know, various levels in the East Sussex League. They've all sort of had to make that step up, but don't know if anyone in that team really has that experience at that level. But I mean, it doesn't get much tough, tougher for them than than Hollington United. You know, probably one of the favourites to win the league. So, well, I was about to say it can only get easier, but they've got Ringma next game. So, who yeah. knows? Well, hopefully, hopefully they can bounce back from that. Yeah, I guess or maybe the fixture secretary doesn't seem to like them. Yeah, it could be. That's a conspiracy. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, then after that, obviously, Hollington have got, um, they're entertaining uh, Linfield. Leon, will it will it continue to rain goals at the uh, Gibbons, do you think? Well, it'd certainly be a tougher challenge for them, wouldn't it? I mean, Linfield finished fourth last season. So, we we don't know. Sorry. We don't know any ins and outs at, Lin, at Linfield, how their team's looking at the minute. But you just, just expect Hollington to get pick up another three points. Okay. And uh, now we go, we look at Westfield. Uh, well, there was more goals. Uh, there was plenty of goals again. Uh, Westfield uh, took on Willingdon and uh, tore, tore them to pieces at the Parish Field, running out 6-1 winners. So there was goals from Warren Peffig, Josh Pickering, Liam Ward, Callum Smith and an own goal. I mean, uh, well, that left the Westies faithful in ecstasy, I can imagine. So um, uh, any any thoughts or on on that game, Liam? It just appeared to be raining goals Saturday. Mm. I think we expected Willingdon to be one of the stronger sides out there. So, surprised Westfield went out there and smashed them in the manner they did. Once again, ne- next game, they've got Holland Sports, who finished fifth last season. And there was a bit of history between between the two sides. Um, their former manager used to have a YouTube channel mm. sort of following him about. And uh, the first time he played him for his old team, Charlwood, there was a bit of... A bit of needle to it, let's, let's say. And then oh, when he when he took over Holland Sports, that sort of carried on. There was a bit of banter from the Westfield Westfield lot who lost. So no doubt Westfield will be wanting to get a bit of revenge on Holland Sports. Well, yeah. Then we move on to Sedlescombe. Um Sedlescombe started off their campaign fantastically well. 2-0 up, second half against Balcom. Goals from Dan Tyler and Ross Chambers, both from uh, set pieces. And... Unfortunately, they let it slip, lost 3-2 just towards the end, which is a real shame. Well, so does Scum entertain Ashurst Wood this Saturday. Uh, let's hope that they can bounce back from that late defeat. Right. Yeah, he's hope so. Ashurst are one of the newly promoted teams. Don't know, we don't know how, how they fare at this level, but Settle Scum will be looking at that as a good chance to get their first points of the season. So that's that's our um, MSFL sides. Um Moving on to ESFL, obviously the big kickoff isn't until the 3rd of September, but they're still playing regular friendlies. Our co-host here, Leon, he was playing on Saturday in a very eventful game. Um, I, I heard you were you were playing in goal, uh, Leon. What's that about? <laughs> yeah, I had a stint in goal. Uh, I was a bit, sort of carrying a bit of an injury before, and so I wasn't sure if I was going to play. Um, we were in need of a goalkeeper, so I said I'd go in goal. And then someone popped up and said, oh, I could play the first half. So ends up playing the first half out on pitch. 
sort of thought, well, if my calf goes, I'll just come off it. It's absolutely fine. Mm. Second half went in goal, but took my sort of third, fourth goal kick and I could sort of feel my calf twinge a bit. Oh, okay. So it was a bit bit ironic doing all that running about. First half, absolutely nothing. And then standard about in goal, goal. That's the second half. And I, yeah, that <laughs> that's what So you, you're playing Westfield thirds? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so um, their fourths and Rye seconds played beforehand and we played after. But um, I think Rye beat the fourths 2-1 beforehand and Westfield fourths look like a very young young side obviously just come up from youth football mm. but it's, it's yeah it's good it's good to see it's not just Westfield you've got Hastings Athletic we've also got another young side has come up from like youth football mm. pass and move they, they, I think they're doing the same and so oh, Sellers going to be doing it for a few years now so it's good to have all these teams you know working on having like good youth you know youth set up and trying to you know fully integrate them into into adult football so long may it continue yeah I mean it's very important they need to they, they need to be playing at this level now, don't they? And then mm. learning the physicality aspects of it. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Talking of physicality, uh, I noticed on Twitter that there was um, someone visited a fracture clinic in your game. I mean, it was you weren't giving Hogan Bigfoots to people, were you? What's, what's going on? <laughs> no, I don't know. Don't know what happened there. Just sort of saw the lads in a heap in the ground, and you know when they got down injured, you know they've they've probably hurt themselves. Yeah sort of sent a quick tweet to Westfield so asking how he was doing and apparently he was in the uh, visiting the Thatcher Clinic today. So I, I've never got the lad's name, but I hope it's not nothing too serious or he's not out of the game for too long with it. So yeah, speedy recovery to him. Yeah, whoever it is, yep, yeah, my thoughts exactly. Mm. Yeah, we've got, we've got a final word. I know um, Leon, who's definitely been ref by this gentleman, I'm sure, uh, might want to bring this up. It's the retirement of Alan Green. Um, take it away, Leon. Yeah, so um, Alan announced his retirement from refing. Well, refing competitively, he might do the odd charity game here and there. So I saw him on Saturday, but um, yeah, he's been refing a good, good number of years now, and he's pers- personally he's one of the names I'll see. He's refing one of my games, and I think I'll you know good win for you know a good a good game here. But he's finally hung hung the whistle up. Oh, well, enjoy enjoy your retirement, Al. Yeah, and he's obviously thanks. he's probably got through. All those bungs he took, he's got a place <laughs> in Malibu. No, no, no. Oh, oh yeah, all, all those trips to Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's good mates with uh, my neighbour, uh, Matt the Ref. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt, yeah, Matt Goldsmith, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're all they're all schemed together, don't they, these mm, refs? Yeah. The mafia, the ref <laughs> mafia. Yeah. Uh, best of luck with your retirement, Alan. Don't put, I don't know if you want, wanted to put this in, but another guy called Kenbrook. I think he's packed it in as well. I know the name. I might recognise the face, but yeah, it's another ref that's, that's hung the whistle up. But it's a bit, it's yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a, a worry, though, isn't it? I mean, yeah, yeah. I, was, I was about to say, yeah, you got all these refs, you know, these long, long-standing refs that have been doing it for years, all hanging up the whistle, just probably getting a bit fed up with it, really, because it's just, we all know it's a thankless task, and there's not as many new refs coming in as are well going out. Is there not? I mean, you'd know that about that more than me, mate. What I mean is that is that the case? I mean, is there? What... Yeah, I'd imagine so. Because like now, what they do in in the East, East Sussex League in particular, because of the shortage of refs, like say you've, you've got like more than one team, like one team will play a game beforehand, and then the next team will play a game in it afterwards and use the same ref. Because mm. yeah, I mean, I've had a couple of games last season where we've not been able to get a, a proper ref, and we've had to find a volunteer for it, and you know. 
they're not an actual ref. It just descends into just yeah. Well, Can't yeah, I've fast, but I've know, seen I'm... you play, mate. I know how you, what you try and get away with. So <laughs> yeah. uh... only when you're playing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Okay, well, listen, thanks again, Leon. Um, and, well, uh, that that was the week that was. So, uh, well, I'll see you next week, sir. Yeah, I'll see you next week. Well, I'm a king, babe. Buzzing around your house. Well, I'm a king, babe, baby. Buzzing around your house. Yeah, I can make honey, baby Let me come inside Well, I'm a king, babe Want you to be my queen Well, I'm a king, babe, baby Want you to be my queen Together we can make honey the world has never seen Well But so why Sting it then to my interview with John Carey, Hollington manager. It gives me great pleasure to have John Carey here, Hollington United boss. Um, it's been a long time coming this, various scheduling reasons I couldn't get him on. Really looking forward to this interview. John, last season he did the double with Sidley, uh, winning the Mid-Sussex Prem and the Sussex Cup. Uh, a great achievement on top of five years of almost constant promotion, wasn't it, John? Um, up in the SFL. A lot of hard work went into it at the beginning. Um, it took me three or four years to get the side I needed to put together to get where I wanted to be. Um, when I first took over, I had a goal with Sidley to get them back in the county league. Um, it was discussed when I took the job, but that's where everyone wanted to go. Um, we finally got to the position where we could go there. And um, I don't I don't want to say <laughs> slag them off too much, but they didn't, they didn't want to do it in the end. 
Um, and I thought to myself, you know what, I've taken them as far as I can take them. Um, it's time for me to move on. In terms of that, though, John, was it just it was the financial implications or was it just no, too much? They, they, the structure wasn't there? Um, they keep saying that they, we didn't have a ground to go up. They, we didn't have this. We didn't have that. We did because there was things in place. We could have gone to Eastbourne United and shared their ground. Um, I'd already spoke to Anthony's story about that. Um, and he was he was all up for it. Um, I know it's not home being back in Sydney, but it's still mm. County League football where they hadn't been before for like 10, 12 years. So there was stuff in place. I, I think it was financial, financially they didn't want to do it. And obviously it's a lot more work for the committee, which is understandable. The committee's no disrespect and they're ageing now. Um, you know, and if they didn't want to do it, they didn't want to do it. But at the beginning when I did take over, that it was all planned to do that. Mm, okay. I didn't. Um, I didn't um, leave them in the lurch. I'd already told them halfway through the season last season that I was leaving because, you know, what they didn't want to do what I wanted to achieve. Mm. So they had enough time to put things in place. They just left everything to the last minute. Okay. Well, there you go. John. <laughs> John speaks his mind. Um, so, taking over, how 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 did they sell Hollington to you? Uh, um, to, to be honest, I'd already made the decision that I was going to have a year out. Um, I had a couple of other offers, to be fair, apart from Holliton. Um, but I know Scott and Ross quite well. They said to me, you know, come over and have an interview, just see what you think. Um, I said, well, I've already told the wife I'm having a year out. So we wanted to do things together. We've got two young kids still. So, so. but I went over there. I had an interview. I think he interviewed four other people. Um, and I told them if I was to come in, what I wanted to achieve. Mm. They told me where they wanted to go. And to be honest, it, it just ticks all the boxes for me to, to uh, try and get them into the county league is is what our, my goal is. Yeah. Okay. You brought a few over from Sydney with you. And particularly, well, there's a gentleman by the name of Paul Rogers. Yeah. Uh, did First of all, did you think, I mean, it seems to have clicked immediately as he's just bagged four goals uh, yeah. on Saturday. <laughs> but were, were, you, were you slightly nervous that he might not be able to make that change over to Hollington, a sort of different squad? Um, no, I'm quite close to Paul, to be fair. I've got a lot of time for Paul. I've got a good relationship with him. As I I have all my players, I think, um, you know, we're quite a close-knit bunch. The mm. thing I was worried about was keeping the Holliton boys that I wanted to keep there and then merging. I didn't want there to be a divide. Mm. Um, I've already lost one lad because he, he felt he was a bit out of place and, you know, he didn't want to, didn't think he'd fit in. Um, but no, I think it's, I think it's clicked quite well with the boys I've brought in. I'm hoping to bring two more in before the weekend. Oh, um, okay. And that'll be it, me done then, so. Nice. Uh, uh, any clues or? Uh... Uh, no, I'm not giving oh, no. Is, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not giving no names away, but you, you, you'll see probably on Twitter by. Um, oh, right. Oh, you got. Sign. One of them's coming training tonight. He's going to sign oh, tonight. Nice. And hopefully he'll be with us Saturday for the game, so. Oh, brilliant stuff. Yes, yeah, Hollington Twitter, very good. Always informative. Um, one of the better Twitters at this level because sometimes it's a real nightmare doing these uh, the the week to weeks trying to find information out. But your yeah. your club's um, excellent. With uh, I with did I did have a discussion at the start. It needs to be run right. So we're, mm. we're getting there. No, definitely. So yeah. So in terms of the future of the club, you've come in. They've given you this this vision that they want to do, which which fits your vision. Yeah. I mean, where 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 can where can this club go? I mean, it's a great look. Great little club, uh, Hollington. It's a, it's a nice crowd there, uh, family yeah. club. I mean, wh- where can you see yourself in, like, say, three years? 
in terms of what, what could what could possibly happen? Do you think? In three years' time, I'd like to be in the county prem, mm. if I'm honest. This year, there's stuff going on behind the scenes with the ground, so we can go up. Our aim is to go up this year to county one, mm. um, and then obviously put a side together in the next. Once we go up, put a side together to get us into county prem. That's where the club wants to go. I mean, in terms of that, that 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 also is a financial thing. Now, I mean, have you got the finances there to, to get yourself at that level? There's stuff going on behind the background, obviously, with the floodlights. Obviously, mm. they're on about putting a car parking up the ground, which is going on behind the scenes now. There's meetings with the local council. I, I try not to get myself involved in that side of yeah. things because um, obviously I've got too much to do with the team. But um, I know I've told them that I'll do my bit on the pitch, but make sure at the end of the season it's all in place so we can go up. And they've promised and reassured me it will be. So, oh, Excellent times for Hollington. Obviously, ex-Hastings ex, ex player Lee Carey at the club, yeah. coaching. I mean, what's it like? He is your, I'm sure it's your brother, isn't it? Yeah, he's my younger yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what's that like having your younger brother knocking around in the coaching? I mean, do you bully him? I know. No, I don't bully him. He's a godsend to me, really. I've yeah. got a close relationship. I speak to him every day. So it's quite nice. It's quite nice that we can actually finally do something together. I'd love to still be playing, but me, me knees just won't let me. So... Um, <laughs> But no, he's great. He's great. He's, he loves all the training side of it, which, um, you know, I let, I let him crack on with it, which is good. So it gives me a chance to do other things that I need mm. to do. But yeah, you know, he, he's he's a good lad. He's, he's well, there's, I've got a few players that are still too good for that level, really, but that's the luxury that I have. Yeah. Just, uh, I'd, like to get, I'd like to get the local community back together and get bigger crowds down there to cheer the boys on because um, it is a community club as you say it's a great little club it's got a clubhouse mm. we do food all the time there's there's drinks you know it does need local people to get behind us to uh, push it where it needs to go yeah and that's the same with any local club not just us Westfield need it Settlescombe need it Sydney need it we all we all need local people and volunteers to help at local clubs well they're, they're, they're their lifeblood aren't they the volunteers yeah you, yeah you can't thank them enough every Saturday there's people up there I think the chairman goes up there half eights and starts putting the goals up you know if it, people like that wasn't about clubs like this wouldn't run. Mm, no, absolutely, absolutely. So, so John, I mean, I, well, I already know because we did the prediction roundtable. I know you think's winning your league this year, as in you are. Um, I'd like to. <laughs> yeah, just quickly. I mean, your, your first game of the season, an absolute spanking six 0 win. Could you give us any kind of post match on that? I mean, obviously a fantastic first half. Yeah, no, we started we started bright. To be honest. Um, Bearing in mind the temperature was absolutely ridiculous, mm. um, I think during the up to the first drink break, halfway through the first half, I think we was already three 0 up. So, um, you know, Paul Paul's Paul at the end of the day. You only need to give him half a chance, and it, it put it in the back of the net. He's a great lad. But yeah, half time we went in five nil. Um, I said to the boys, you know, we <laughs> I could see it being double figures if we carried on the way we was going. Mm. Um, I didn't want to concede a goal. I hate conceding goals. So um, it was nice for a clean sheet. Second half, we took a foot off the gas a little bit, which was understandable. I made five changes. But yeah, we didn't concede and we scored another. So, you know, promising nice. times. Oh, excellent stuff. Excellent stuff. John, thank you very much for your time. I look forward to speaking to you again throughout the season as your yep. Holl Hollington's um, the path to glory continues. Hopefully. That's the aim. Uh, that's the aim, yeah. And uh, please take care. I'd love to have you on again. Um, uh, thanks for your time. That's it. Thanks very much.
I don't want my boat to be rocking. I'm telling you that, oh, ooh, oh, I like it, the like of this. Can you miss? And you should know. to the SBTS Fan Roundtable 
and many thanks to Smithy, Big Malk and Windy John for making it happen. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what Adam is. He's, he's identifying as a as a bullock. It's, it's Perry from Birmingham. Perry from Birmingham. All right. From the Commonwealth Games. Oh, very good. So one one went to the Commonwealth Games, did he? No, I just really like the idea of the teddy. Oh, bless you. you little sweetheart. Uh, I'm, I'm still five. Yeah, well, that's staying in. It gives me great pleasure. Chair this fan round table. There's only a few of us here because we've had a few no-shows, but the show must go on. And what lovely individuals we've got in. Uh, Windy John Gale and Adam Smith. He does the Twitter. He does the Supporters Club. He does everything. And also a late run-in from Malk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who's, who's decided to turn up. Oi. Turn- I'm early as late as Stoney turns up to game sometimes. Exactly. Like his son, turns up late. I'm early. You said quarter two. Oh, it's Chris. Did I? I don't I mean, know. I, I'm not, I can't confirm or deny that. Well, let's get cracking into this. It's been um, a mixed bag bag of a week. Uh, uh, obviously, the defeat with Averley and a, a fantastic draw turning it around against Folkestone. But so let's just start on Averley. Were you there, first of all, Mal? Actually, I haven't even said it. And a, a wonderful, warm welcome to Malcolm, his agent extraordinaire. Still, I'm not sure if Leon's signed up with anything yet. I mean, what's the latest there, Malcolm? Um, yeah, he's, he, I don't think he wants to know. His commitment's not there. So, but I'll, I won't let him go. You know, I'll keep trying for him, but... Um, yeah, it's the best he's going to get, I think, two pints and uh, having to pay a fiver to play. Yeah, I mean, is he paying you any money? I mean, you know, obviously you're representing him. No, I don't take anything until he, uh, you know, he gets above. I can't divulge, you know, what oh, they okay. have to get above oh, before. Yeah. I, but no, he, he's not paying anything. It's like the magic circle. It's just some things you can't know with agents, yeah? Well, that's right. I saw him in the queue last night for the food and I said, you know, like, is it the right place for you to be? Um, you know, you catch your agent or your agent catches you standing in a queue, <laughs> you know, for, <laughs> for a burger. <laughs> yeah. There he is. Ah, there I am. There I am out. What a beautiful man. Beautiful man. Right. We're, let's let's crack straight on. Um, for Firstly, let's talk about the Averley game. Now, before the Averley game, um, it's why especially I know that John's on here today, um, there was a, a minute's applause. Um, actually, John, uh, do you want to talk about it? About your yeah, friends? yeah. Um, it's for Graham Hanna, uh, long-time friend. And it, to be fair, he hadn't been watching Hastings regularly to until about four or five years ago. Well, basically, I expect some of you might know that he's the uncle of Haley Agatha, yeah, Chris Agatha's wife. So Andy Hanna, who was at the game on Saturday, is Chris uh, is uh, Haley's dad. So um, so there's a bit of that's when Graham started coming up there when Aggie stopped, took over. Um, he had been up there before then a few times, but. Anyway, so he's, yeah, and he was pretty keen, been to a few away games. Um, but yeah, I've known him a long time. So since 1979, and Paul Addy, uh, yeah, he just went downhill quite quickly in the end. And uh, 
yeah, so hopefully he's, he's at peace now. But uh, the uh, family, which was uh, on the day, was his brother Andy, John, and Duffer, which is his <laughs> his real name's Dave, but they call him Duffer. Uh, he's so at, at, there's another couple of other brothers, Neil and Malcolm, that were uh, weren't able to attend. A couple of sisters, so they all want to say thank you to the club and to Pat and to the fans for the uh, minutes of applause, which was brilliant. I mean, some of them probably didn't know what they were applauding because you couldn't hear it on the Tannoy again, but we won't go down that lane. Um, but uh, yeah, he's a nice guy, Graham, and uh, he was a bloody good footballer too. He's very quiet off the pitch and um, put him on the pitch. He was a different player altogether. <laughs> he was a beast. Uh, I remember him playing for um, Bexhill Athletic Football Club and uh, he's centre of defence. Very good player. Um, probably could have gone on a bit further, but I'll have to tell you about that another time. There's a story behind it, which the family didn't want me to rely on here. All right, fair enough. Then. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, he's uh, yeah, he was a lovely guy, and uh, very well known, and uh, close, quite close to our family as well. He did a lot of decorating for us. He's decorated by trade. Uh, picked up a few jobs over at, in some of the schools, little uh, over at, um, Bexhill, St Richards schools like that. Ultimately, that's where he caught COVID and it didn't help towards his cause, probably, because it was the lungs that got him in the end. But here you go. He's a yeah, lovely guy. Um, a couple of other little notes. Yeah, he played for Sidley as well, under 18s. Um, so, yeah, quite. He was well well thought of. A lot of players from the Bexhill area knew him. I was quite surprised. I, was, I shouldn't have been really, but when we put some posting up on the uh, Facebook site, there's lots of people commenting and a uh, few people got hold of me personally. So anybody who wants to know, he's got his funeral was on the 2nd of September at quarter past two, Hastings Creme. Um, uh, unfortunately, I'm away, but um, yeah, it's one of those things. But it's, yep, lovely guy. So there you go. Thanks for that, John. And that's, yeah, as I say, that's the family wanted me to relay that. So thanks for letting us on for that one, Chris. Thanks. Of course, no, no problem at all. <coughs> so moving on to the game. Uh, it Well, it got a kind of a slightly feisty affair at times, but um, uh, a game I felt we should have got a result out of. Um, but just last minute, well, no, last couple of minutes just switched off, you know, Hmm. Louis shouldn't have gone for it. The defender should have covered it, sort of, you know. Uh, and then it, and then they nicked it. Um, who wants to start on it? Malcolm, were you there, mate? I was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Any thoughts on it, mate? Well, uh, pretty much, uh, you know what you said. I think we should have got something out of it. Um, but I think, um, you know, it's one of the, it was one of them games. It was the weather didn't was red hot wasn't it mm. you know it, um, uh, I don't think any of the boys have played in conditions uh, that hot um, it was hot enough in the stand uh, yeah. let alone uh, out on the pitch um, yeah I, I don't know I just think this year if we make a mistake you're going to get punished for it mm. um, and that's the next step next level up um, that I think the boys are fine. Do you make a mistake, and and you will get found out, um, and get punished for it. And that that pretty much, you know, that's 
that's what he was. There were two mistakes and or two. I won't say mistakes. Uh, oh, I will. It's switching off is a mistake, isn't it? You know. So at the end of the day, that's what you do. You switch off and you get punished for it. Um, I, I don't think. I think it's it's going to be a very steep learning curve. Hopefully, they'll the boys will learn it. I think they will. Uh, I don't let. I don't think Gaz and the staff are, um, are not let them learn it. Um, and I, I, hopefully, you know, we do we do all right this year. But um, you know, perhaps that was the kind of game that um, they should have won, and they'll they'll learn from it. You know, it's uh, mm-hmm. without jumping too far ahead. I think they they did learn from it. You know, it's um, well, last night proved it. So. Yeah, it was a. Uh, John, John, any thoughts, mate? Uh, the only that last goal, their winner. Um, we saw that video clip. I suspect most people saw it. The video, I think one of their fans must have taken it from behind the goal. I don't, I wouldn't, I mean, I think it was quite harsh blaming Louis. Uh, the sun's right in his eyes. Yeah, he should maybe he should be wearing a cap, but when, you, when you're a goal in, you've got a cap on, it's not always that easy anyway, especially when the sun's that at that position and uh, whether that did that ball actually go out off I mean you kept hearing some people saying it came off the board in and then went back in play but none of the players moaned about it so I don't think that happened I think I don't know you couldn't see on that video clip but I reckon it must have come off one of their players knocked it back and then luckily for them it just got banged in it's just one of those horrible I mean it was a great ball from their their perspective it was a horrible ball and it's just if just Louis would have stayed where he was instead yeah. of going for it, but it was always going away from him. And yeah. then obviously, I think it was was it Finn? Finn was Finn, Finn, and it was yeah. just if it had just, but but it, as I say, it's, it, the, the heat was ridiculous. And you're going to have more moments where you're going to, as I say, yeah. switch off. Um, yeah, you know, and but obviously I, we got punished for it. I thought we played better second half. Um, yeah, quite yeah, throughout the game, and. Um, I was really impressed with Bailey mm. on his first game. And uh, I was a bit disappointed. He looks like he picked up an injury, hasn't he? Yeah. Cruciate. Is that serious or? Yeah. Cruciate tear, I think, is what I heard. Bloody hell. So... It's, yeah, it's going to be a little while. I, I thought Bailey looked very impressive out of the new ones for me, especially his second half. He seemed to push forward more and some of his crosses were brilliant. And he... He's got some pace on him as well. Um, yeah, I think Ben needs a bit of a, a bit more up front with him, though, doesn't he? Could be, could be. I mean, what, what do you reckon, Adam? Yeah, I, I think going on that, it, it was nice to have pace at left back and right, and where we do so well, getting down the wings, we were getting crosses in. Yeah, we were lacking a second striker in the middle, so we need to find somehow to combine the both but we we created a lot but it's it wasn't falling right and yeah with Averley they they sort of took their couple of chances and yeah you know it did look like their second their second goal the, the ball went out you, you don't really see one of their players in the video but obviously it's, a, it's an awful video he was probably holding the camera I, I was more um, probably he, was. I was more interested in the reaction from Hastings players no one sort of went running over to the ref and I don't know. I don't think it went off. Not, it not, looked a bit not that far confusing, off. Confusing, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. 
it, it looked like Louis and Finn sort of couldn't really believe it. And if you're if you're being fair to Louis, I think it's it's like almost he left it because he knew it was going out. But yeah. He yeah. might not have seen someone coming around the back, but yeah, it's one of those things. But I mean, he pulled off a brilliant save himself about what ten minutes before that. Oh yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's one of them, and it, it it'll balance out throughout the season. It always does. You yeah. know, we we get lucky things and whatever. Yeah. So, like Matt um, was saying, that they're going to learn from it, and yeah, it did get a bit feisty though, didn't it? <laughs> Yeah, well, he was, the, the he was clever. Was a, a that one. bloke was that was a clever sending off, really, because he mm-hmm. he kind of kept Popey down and got him interested in a bit of a ruck to to stop because it was going across. We were on the attack. Yeah, we're on the break. We the counter attack, didn't it? Yeah. We, did, didn't yeah. need, we didn't need Ben reacting, but you know, yeah, the dark art. So <laughs> yeah, if he'd have done that half hour earlier, it would have been there. Would have been a good end for the game, but. I mean, what do, what do the players think, um, Mark? What I mean, was there any little whispers from them? You know, I mean, I know they must have been disappointed, but and is it a case of when this lot come, when we go to Averley, we're going to turn them over? Yeah, I think so. You know, they they were um, they were guided. You know, I, I can only yeah. really speak for Craig. I didn't speak to uh, anyone afterwards. So I think the heat got a bit uh, got to me a bit. Twenty minutes into the game, I didn't feel too good. Oh. Okay. Um, and as soon as the final whistle went, I went, which is extremely unusual for me. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, I spoke to Craig and, yeah, he was gay. He, you know, it's one of them games they feel they should win. Um, and when you go up a league, you you tend to look at these teams and that and think, you know, where are we going to possibly pick hmm. points up, you know? And, and I think Averley is one of them. You know, they, they sort of come up from a um, same sort of league as us but a bit weaker I think the, the players would consider um, and yeah they, they it was a game that they thought they should have should have won and I, I think um, I think they will go away and turn them over although it's on a um, they got a 3G pitch and oh, it's so, not uh, is it oh. yeah hey, there's really. a lot it's of a nice season. ground I quite like Avery's ground it's a new one you know they built, uh, built there but it's uh, relatively new but yeah it's 3G um, yeah, talking of three G, what do we think about what happened to Ashford? Interesting one, isn't it? Mm. What did happen? I missed that. Well, they, they got the game postponed because according to the people that told me, yeah, this could be all fake news. Um, <laughs> it, the, 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 the pitch wasn't had been deemed not fit for purpose, and they couldn't play. Mm. Many John they Mills. haven't. They haven't had it certified yet. You have to get certified, it certified. Yeah, yeah. And I won't say yeah, it's what's... not fit for purpose. It's just not certified, is it? Yeah. So what I think what Ashford are saying is that there isn't enough people around to do the certification, uh-huh. and they couldn't get it sorted. But there's a few things in their release they put out that oh, it should have been done a week before, and that they sort of left it a bit last minute, to my mind. So. I think there's something more yeah. than just it's it's mm. not certified because it is an awful pitch. It's not yeah. fit for purpose, is it, nah. that pitch? God. No. Nah. Right then, moving on. Uh, moving on to, uh, well, a far better result and game. Yeah. Uh, like, which was last night's uh, game at Folkestone. Um, a nice little away fixture. Unfortunately, it's on a Tuesday. Uh, it would have been, I think it would have been a, a lot more people there if it had been on a Saturday. 
but that's just the way that is. It was about Still eight, nine highest gate, there. wasn't it? Highest gate, though, wasn't it? I think. Was it? Okay, yeah, about eight hundred eighty. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, there was a little bit of banter, there was a bit of singing. The, the, the football itself was, I mean, having Sammy Adams on the pitch for a start, um, you could see that he, he, he was running things. The uh, Kane Penn on the left, who come in, uh, just we looked really, really solid. Um, as I was saying to the boys before we come on, Mount had a lot of folks and fans get in contact with me saying about how organised we looked. Um, and considering all the people we got out, that's actually quite a, a bloody good yeah. achievement. So, um, yeah, uh, well done, the lads, and uh, yeah. we could have nicked it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We were a better team last twenty minutes, weren't we? How did um, Moines play? He grew into the game really yeah. well. He, he looked nervous, which was understandable. He's from Hollington, but... isn't he? He's from is he from Hollington? Um, I, I I think he played a season at Hollington. <laughs> okay. I, I I think Hollington put out a tweet saying it was good to see him start, but I think that was a bit <laughs> bit of banter there that you know made a <laughs> Hollington few Hollington and banter, eh? Never, surely not. <laughs> okay. No, it was it was yeah, just a, a thoroughly enjoyable game. I just felt we really did, you know, we really did match them. And, I followed uh, it. I followed it on Twitter, and um, it sounded like we had a lot, a lot of the possession, fair, fair few chances by sounds of it as well. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, got they had a few as well. Positions. Yeah, they had some, but you know. Mm. For us, I think, you know, after Saturday to create a few more chances because were it did seem a bit dry up, especially the first half. First half, we struggled a bit, but yeah. So, no, that's, I was really pleased with that last night. And folks, are not, you know, they're not going to be walkovers, are they? <laughs> no, they're, they're going to be up there. Yeah. And old yeah. Alex, but he had a great game as well, didn't he? Alex Breffo. I, I thought he did anyway. Just uh, Yeah. It, it shows... It was a proper game of football season. last night. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Mark? It was a proper game of football yeah. last night. There was individual battles all over the pitch, weren't there? And mm. it got it was a little bit niggly at times, you know, and it, it was it was proper football. And I, I know the boys loved it. You know, I know Craig was buzzing, um, you know, at nil-nil. He said, but that's, that's a proper game of football, yes. you know, and they, they really enjoyed it. Um, I think the ref helped that as well. He, he let he let ones go that were just nothing tackles, but in other games it would have made it really stop start. They, yeah, I thought he had a really good game. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did. he made a couple of um, a couple of decisions sort of twenty minutes from the end that you thought, oh, well, I don't know, you know, like they were mm. a bit bit silly, um, but the rest of the time, yeah, I thought he had a really good game. You yeah, know, at this level, it's quite unusual, but yeah. I, I, Thoroughly enjoyed his game as as much as the players really, and uh, uh, three good saves again by Louis as well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know, like you said, you're going to win some, lose some. <laughs> With Louis, he, he's he's you know he always makes up for everything, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it was, their keeper it was... made some good saves as well, but with his feet, it's really odd. He didn't okay. seem to want to touch anything with his hands, but you know, he kept it out. <laughs> What's, yeah. what's the news about um, Ollie Black? Is he sort of carrying an injury? I know he's on the subs bench last night, but just surprised he didn't play. Uh, I think he's I a, think a little bit away from not. fitness, isn't he? He's oh, okay. a little bit away from full fitness. Okay, the, uh... okay. That's fair enough. Good. 
No, that was a good. I think that's a good. At the end of the season, they look, they look back and think, point against Folkestone, that's not a bad result away. Well, yeah, it's just particularly after that 1 0. Yeah. Uh, sorry, that, 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 that defeat we yeah, had the against the yeah. yeah. The 2 1 1. Yeah. When you think of their front three, you know, like yeah. they must, um, you know, they're they're on a big budget down there for their front three. I mean, one of them was playing at Grimsby, wasn't he? You know, and he's um, wow. so yeah, they've got um, they've got a front three. I don't. I think there's there's about four or five that are um, that are not bad, and I think there's a few that are they're sort of just making up the numbers, and I think they're relying on their front three that they're. Mm. They're paying big money to um, to think that you know you score two, we'll score three. Um, None of these are on your books, though, are they, Matt? None of them yet. Oh. I'm, I've been oh, yeah. I've done a bit got, of the scouting last night. See if I can get them on my books, but <laughs> you got to get rid of Leon first. <laughs> I know. I but make a bit of space. Can't, can't you send him to Turkey or somewhere like that? <laughs> he just enjoys his job too much. It's, yeah. <laughs> right then so well again um i i didn't stay too long um did uh, did uh you you and the players stay a little while at um folkestone malk yeah yeah we um i saw you in the um the bar on the corner didn't i um as so i went in there and then mm. we went over to the other one because uh, it was craig's wife's birthday so oh happy birthday uh, she went over there yeah so we, we went over there and had a couple over there and a chat and um players didn't stay too long they don't on a tuesday night do they? and it's a bit of a traveling distance for them so um but yeah stayed a while and uh yeah they were pleased like i say we're all buzzing really it's it's not a place you really want to go on a tuesday night but if you are Second game into the season is the, the time to go. You don't really want to be going to focusing on a Tuesday night in January, you know. Mm-hmm. They're um, nah. so or um, yeah. like the only time I've been there was uh, end of the season semi final playoff when we lost, so <laughs> that wasn't too good either. It's a nice little ground, nah. I quite, I quite like yeah. the ground. There's something about it, I don't know. It's not, yeah, it's, it's all right, it's quite, mm-hmm. quite a friendly lot over there as well. Yeah, yeah not bad, yeah, nice. Yeah, and they were very like there's a few of them that were saying that we we came for a point and we're relegation oh, fodder. Yeah. And it was it. like, well, all right, well, we drew against you. What's that say about you? But the uh <laughs> uh <laughs> you know, there was a few quite appreciative fans there that were just like, you know, that you know, they enjoyed the, the fact that we brought a few along and um that, that was as, many- as, as Mark said, it was a it was a really competitive game of football. It was uh yeah. It was, it was so, a good one to watch. How many do you reckon from Hastings there then, roughly? I reckon a couple of hundred. Yeah, yeah that's, hundred right. that's, yeah. that's bloody good, isn't it? Yeah. yeah all, the, all, the, all the normal faces were that, uh, other than anyone that weren't there was was um, Nick and... Oh, actually, Joe, Joe, Nick and George weren't there. But the the that, one that lives one? a stone's throw from the ground, wasn't there? George. <laughs> <laughs> he, can't be, he can't be forgiven for that, can he? <laughs> right and moving on to moving on to we've got Hornchurch uh, next Saturday um, I'll, I'll be honest with you I don't know anything about Hornchurch so who's going to fill us in is it it's going to be a tough fixture I, yes. I second I yeah. don't know no it will be tough always is up there 
They're an interesting bunch. I don't know whether they still do it. When they used to come down here, they never used to. They just come up right one end of the ground and stay there both halves. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, quite interesting. But they're, uh, yeah, I think this side are going to be quite good. They've got this guy called Liam Nash. He scored okay. a couple, couple of goals last yeah. night. I think he'd keep an eye on him. So, no, yeah. It's only, it's only having him in his pocket. Yeah, he's got him. Yeah. He's got him worked out. <laughs> thing is, you say, is it going to be a toughie, Chris? I, I, I don't think there's going to be any easy games. Mm. Um, you know, and that's why I say I think the, the boys were looking at the beginning of the season saying, where can we pick up three points, you know? Mm. And, um, and Everywhere. they thought Averley was going to be one of them, you know, and we <laughs> didn't. So it's they're all tough games. A lot of them, Folkestone's, Margate, um, them type of teams have been in that league a long time. They know how to play it. You know, it's... Um, I did see um, Canby Island 1-5-1 last night. Danny Parrish scored twice, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> so. well, is he, he's happy now, is he? Old Danny Parrish. Probably will be. Don't know. You never know, did players like that. <laughs> what, was, what was all that about, um, Malk? Did he just want to be number one and that was it? Who's that, Danny? Yeah. I don't know. I, I can't. I haven't got any information on oh. that. I'm afraid. Um, oh, you're no good. Yeah. You're not. You're no good a spy anymore, are you, Mel? He's not. Well, his I, I, I thought. <laughs> I quite like Danny as well. You know. I yeah. thought he was, uh, um, you know. I think if he had sort of hit peak form in um, in pre season and that, I mm. think he would have gone on to be quite prolific. But um, it just didn't seem to happen for him, did it? And I think Gary probably thought, well, it's. Um, you know, if it's not going to happen, am I wasting, you know, a wage on that, yeah. you know, as such, you know, so that's what happens in football, isn't it? You know, and there he goes somewhere like Canby and, and you know, it be prolific perhaps. I don't know, you know, but it happens. And yeah. Yeah. when we get Dorsey back, we won't even miss Danny. Right. So please tell me, is Dorsey please. anywhere near... <laughs> Match He's done fitness. a couple of training sessions. Hey. I'm oh, God, if we ever right need now. him, we need him now, don't we? Really. We yeah. do really need somebody else who can cause a bit of bother up front, as well as Ben. Ben just seems to be on his own and, I don't know, he's crying out for somebody next to him, isn't he? Yeah, we, we need to play two at times, I think. Yeah. I thought Ben did a lot of intelligent runs and oh, flip-ons yeah. and things. No, he's, he's a clever he, player. He doesn't stop running. No, he's one of those players, isn't he? Yeah, there was a little bit of link-up play going on um, yesterday, yesterday, I felt, with Ben. And uh, was it Kane or was it... Who was the, the other fellow? Is it Kai Brown? Yeah, Kai Brown. Yeah, yeah. He was, I was quite impressed, quite impressed with Kai on Saturday, actually, when I saw him. That's the first time I've seen him. And, I've yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, he got the goal, which, right, he went in off the post, but <laughs> he went in. <laughs> Don't matter, mate. Don't matter. And he <laughs> took it well. Bloody goal, fair, mate. That's all matters. And to be fair, he took it well, didn't he? I mean, it's a well-worked goal. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no. I thought we might have nicked it after that went in, but it didn't quite happen, did it? He's playing in that 10 role, though, isn't he? And I, I'm, not, I'm not overly sure he knows how to do it. Um, as such or you know whether it's his normal role um, and I think when Ben goes runs the channels and he goes out there and he, he runs he, he's got the ball and he's got a, a full back and a centre half that's followed him out there 
um, you know, and then he's looking up to, to for somebody to put a crossover, and there's no one in there. No one in there. Um, no. And that's a problem that he's got. He's then got to try and take both of them on, and I don't think um, Ben's that type of player. You yeah. know, to, he's not he's not got tricks and and so forth. But he he'll hold the ball up well. We bring other players into, yeah. into the game. Uh, um, still- you know, so when he finds himself out in the channels, which he he did a couple of times last night, you know, and yeah. he, and he's looking up thinking, well, what do I do with this? Right, okay, yeah. I'll hold on to it. Try and take you on, and you know, but yeah. Um, how did um, Nori play last night? He only got, what, 10 minutes at the end? Yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. And he come on, he come on for Ben. So oh, he should have scored straight up front, which, yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, I think yeah, Nori is done. better on the wing with the ball yeah. and everyone in front of him. So he didn't, he looked a bit lost, but no, he did all right. That's good. I just thought at the end of last season, he started to show quite a lot of signs of improvement. And yeah. uh, I just hope it was going to roll on to this year as well. And I think it will as well. He'll get confidence. Yeah. He's one of those players who just needs confidence and it'll come. It's yeah, funny, Nori's most improved. Nori's mum keeps messaging, you know, he's playing. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, I'm watching, I'm watching, you know, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm watching my boy. So. Uh, She'll be turning up on a motorbike in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. God, you remember that? Bloody I do. Hell. I do. That was funny. But anyway, um, trying to yeah. think. Any, any right? We we we've done that. What? Anything else we, we need to do? I can't think of anything else this week. I've, I've I've just got a quick message from Tim. If I want to read that out, you know, Timmy oh, Reeves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is from Timmy Reeves. So back in the summer, he arranged a memorial um, uh, race day for somebody called Barry Gurr. He knew as Back in the day, he was uh, one of Tim's best mates. Good, good player as well. Uh, it was held over at... Uh, oh, it's all right, I haven't got the light on. Over at Linfield Park, back on the May the 10th, I think it was. And uh, Tim would like to thank um, all the sponsors, raffle donators and uh, auctioneer prize donators and everyone who attended. And they raised, wait for this, 10,000. Oh, brilliant. And... Wow. £30, I think it says. How about Excellent. that? Excellent. So, and that's all for St Michael's Hospice. Well done, Tim. So anybody well, who donated or anything, and well done, Tim, for organising it, because yeah. honestly, that guy amazes me. <laughs> so, yeah, well done. Well, yeah, thanks for that. He just wanted that read out. So. That's all right. Yeah. Yep. It'll cost him 10 grand, that. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> right, the, the... <laughs> I'll pay it as well. <laughs> uh, well, just following on from that, Tim is going to do the supporters club a race night to raise some money. Oh, okay. So that's going to come in September. We're just working out dates at the moment, but yeah, keep an eye out for that. Yeah. And also we are running uh, player of the month awards throughout this season. Um, anyone can vote on it during August. So anyone that watched the game last night, when we get back to the pilot fields, there'll be a little ballot box outside. So you can put your vote in for player of the match last night and the winner will get awarded a trophy on uh, on the pitch. That's cool. Once the month's up. Yeah. Don't forget, they could do it on social media as well. Can't they? Yeah, and it will be on our website when it's uh, when it's up That's and live, so. which will yeah, that'll be done in a couple of days. One other little thing. Yeah, go on, thing, Chris. Go on. No problem, John. Very quickly, I just want to say... Um, 
the new bit on your podcast with the local football. Yeah, yeah. I'm loving that, mate. I don't know whether anybody else is listening to it, but I'm loving it because it's. I talk, talk, I talk no, to I myself normally. Go on. I mean, I don't. I don't go on Twitter a lot anymore. I used to, but found it a bit too poisonous, to be honest. But yeah, um, you, just to find everyone. Yeah, yeah. To, to find out <laughs> the, um, all the scores and everything now. And Leon, he must be you know glued to it to get all that info. So yeah, great. And that little tribute to um, Big Al Green, referee, lovely guy. I've got a little story about that. Have you got? Have we got? Uh, what's the time? Can I? Five minutes, yeah. Of course, yeah? of course. Anything that's anything this that's to, right about to, about. Hang on, hang on. Anything to to open the lid on the refereeing mafia that we all know is right, going this on. This is Sussex. going back Go on. to uh, the first time I met um, Al Green. He was refereeing uh, a supporters match down at Bulldrive. It was like the first team against the second team, if you like. And I think I was forty-seven at the time. So being on the on the second team. I was up against this guy called Leon. I don't know if anybody knows him, but anyway, he was a bit nippy. And uh, the first attack... A bit windy as well. Yeah, no, well, you know, afterwards maybe. But <laughs> I tried to keep up with him along the wing and he went into the penalty area. And apparently, according to Al Green, there's a penalty. I act him down, apparently. And I looked round and Al was in the other half still. So all I can assume is that Leon must have paid him extra donuts. <laughs> <laughs> if it was VAR, I'd have got sent off. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's the first time I met Al. He's a lovely guy. And yeah, great referee. And he has done games at the pilot field quite a few times on the line, especially a couple of times. I think linesmen have been taken sick and he's gone in and helped out. So yeah, good luck for his retirement if you're listening now. And uh, I know that he also does his spare time. He goes up uh, Brands Hatch, which is a bit of the old banger racing or whatever it is up there. <laughs> and uh, you've got to feel sorry for him because he's an Oldham fan. It <laughs> comes, oh, comes from that. It comes from that. To be fair, he's, yeah, I think he's an Oldham lad. But yeah, lovely guy. If you ever, if you don't know him, think Phil Jupiter's with a referee's kit on. <laughs> <laughs> Just thinking Oldham, when was the last time they were any good? It was probably 80s, wasn't it? Oh, Andy God, Ritchie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in those days, yeah. They were quite, yeah, they were a bit of a force, weren't they, for a bit? Joe Royal. Joe Royal was yeah, a yeah. yeah. And now where are they? <laughs> They're out of the league now, aren't they? They played Dawkins the other day. Oh, you're the league. Jesus. Cheers, mate. Yep. Yeah, it's good mate. to be back. Yeah. yeah. Lovely And lovely to see you, Malcolm. It was a, a pleasure to catch up with you. And, yeah, uh, thank you. Yeah, oh, thank you. And everyone else. Thank you, darling. Yep. Um, Cheers, guys. Yeah, take care, John. See you soon, mate. Miffy, take care. And Malk. And, uh, I'll, well, I won't see you at this game, but I will see you at a game. Is anyone going to this game? Home church? I'll be there. I'll be there. It's a lot closer for me, this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take care, lads, and see you next week. See you later. See you later. That's it for another week, Grassroots Football fans. Isn't it great to be back? We've got tons of great clubs in this town. Get yourself to a game. As ever, if you want to get in contact with the show or have any suggestions or want to get in on our weekly roundtables, that email again is hufcpod at gmail.com or on the Twitter, which is at hufcpodcast. You can get this podcast on all major platforms, be it Google Podcasts, Audible, iTunes, Spotify or Amazon Music. 
and we have a jam-packed YouTube channel, chock-a-block full of video interviews and episodes from the podcast. Please, please, please give it a look, a comment or a like, but definitely subscribe. It's all free. All that's left for me to say is, I've been your host Chris Laverick, hope you have a good week and see you at the game. <laughs>